It's another Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast with Bill Klaproth. Pelvic health is something every woman should know as it plays a role in many areas of life, including complete physical, mental, social, and sexual well-being. Here to talk with us about women's pelvic health and urogynecology is Dr. Justin Lee, a urogynecology and pelvic reconstructive surgeon at Dignity Health. Dr. Lee, thank you for your time. Can you explain to us what is urogynecology? Well, formerly known, urogynecology was formerly known as a specialized uh, practitioner or surgeons who focused their practices in women urology and female pelvic medicines uh, that deal with urinary fecal incontinence and pelvic organ prolapse, such as bladder drop, you know, protrusions of the rectums or the prolapse of the uterus. So what are some of the more common pelvic health issues that women face? I know you just mentioned some of them. What are some of the other ones? Well, some other uh, conditions that might involve with, you know, women's health, especially in the pelvic regions, are recurrent urinary tract infections, uh, uncontrolled bladder issues, and sexual health, um, in particularly uh, elderly and, and postmenopausal women. So you were just mentioning urinary. What is urinary incontinence, and what are the treatment options? Well, urinary incontinence um, commonly um, break down to uh, very common uh, issues that uh, women do uh, every day. One is what we call stress urinary incontinence. Stress urinary incontinence is when uh, patients or women might have leakage of urine when they cough, when they sneeze, when they laugh when they exercise or when they lift heavy objects or when they exert any pressure in the abdomen that cause uh, women to have uncontrolled leakage of urine. Uh, the other uh, conditions of urinary incontinence are involved with ovac bladder, uh, including urinary frequency urgency, and especially uh, urinary urge incontinence where they feel the urge to go and they're not able to control their bladder. Are there women that are at a higher risk for this, or is this just a normal symptom of aging? Uh, good questions. Actually, nearly 50% of uh, you know, um, urinary incontinence uh, are increased with age. Uh, it's actually affect about 10 to 20% of all women, nearly 80% of elderly in a nursing home. Uh, very prominent uh, conditions. And most studies recently show that 17% of women above the age of 20 and even double in, in elder uh, patients who, uh, I would say, older uh, um, than, than 50, uh, you know, 60 years old, uh, estimated approximately 6.8 million of, you know, primary diagnoses of urinary incontinence are most likely to be under diagnosis and uh, affect women, to, uh, you know, who seek care and uh, those are less than half of receive uh, treatment. Mm. And what are the treatment options, Dr. Lee? Well, treatment options are a variety in, in terms of different options for women uh, from conservative management, uh, medical treatment, into surgical options. Um, the behavior modifications, um, uh, pelvic floor exercises, medicines to help uh, their uh, ability to uh, control their bladder. Um, and for different um, conditions, especially for overactive bladder um, with urge incontinence, there are, you know, uh, what we call tibial nerve stimulations or neuromodulations, Botox injections into the bladder, and uh, interstim, which is a neuromodulation. So oftentimes we call them as uh, bladder pacemakers. And Dr. Lee, what is pelvic organ prolapse? Well, uh, pelvic organ prolapse uh, uh, is, uh, you know, a the 
medical terminology, but is involved with most uh, most of the times with women who have either bladder drop, the uterus that uh, protruding toward the vaginal opening. Uh, oftentimes, patients might present with uh, um, rectum that protruding toward the vaginal opening and vaginal prolapse uh, for those who have um, hysterectomy. And Dr. Lee, how do you treat pelvic organ prolapse? Well, yeah, pelvic organ prolapse have different options. Of course, conservative management. Uh, if it doesn't bother the patients, uh, they can actually um, monitor and, and watchful uh, for their conditions. Uh, second options are uh, pressure users uh, to help to support uh, the prolapse. Uh, and, and lastly, surgical option. Dr. Lee, for a woman who is experiencing pelvic floor issues or has concerns, at what point should she seek medical advice? Uh, as, I, as I mentioned before, it is very common conditions for women to, uh, to experience daily. Um, they first initially uh, seek out uh, treatment options with their primary care physicians. Um, when um, the concerns and experience of urinary incontinence worsening and it has no much improvement, um, then um, they uh, should be referred to a uh, urogynecologist or someone who specializes in, in female urology and, and pelvic organ prolapse. So when it comes to pelvic health, is this something that can be managed over a lifetime if treated uh, fairly early? Uh, it is is it is a quality of life, and 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 the risks involved, and also increase with age. Uh, certainly, um, you know the uh, early detections and uh, early treatment and um, and help in regard of uh, their conditions uh, certainly will improve their quality of life uh, throughout their lifetime. And Dr. Lee, if you could wrap it up for us, what else should we know about pelvic health? Well, it's, it's important for women to to know it's about pelvic health because uh, there are uh, it is not a conditions that uh, you know we oftentimes think that is uh, a natural occurrence uh, during their lifetime. Uh, it is a the conditions that affect their quality of life, and, and there are treatment options um, that we have uh, to provide to, uh, to the patients to to improve their daily uh, experience. Um, All right, Dr. Lee. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. For more information, please visit DignityHealth.org slash Bakersfield slash Women's Dash Center. That's DignityHealth.org slash Bakersfield slash Women's Dash Center. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.